Hey, Jamesy, rock it, man. I know you will. Do, do, do. Yeah. Oh, cool. Hello. Hi. Wait a minute. Things are way too loud. Okay. Now we're a real show here. We're really moving. Sounds good. Hello, everybody. And welcome back to another episode of Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Uh, this is Mike Adams. That's me. Um, Jared... Could, hang on a second. Let me just get this situated. Jared is here. <laughs> that was Jared. Um, no, Jared, unfortunately, couldn't be here tonight. Uh, he is presently out um, gallivanting around uh, the globe. He's globetrotting. Globetrotter. A real globetrotter. Uh, he's in the nation of Iceland. Mm-hmm. As our uh, repeat listeners know... Jared's brother-in-law, Zach, who was once on this program, oh yeah, is studying some kind of Viking stuff. Vikings uh, in Iceland. Mm-hmm. So Jared and Annie, Jared's wife, whose brother is Jared's brother-in-law, mm-hmm. Zach, who was on this show, Melton. Annie and Jared went to visit Zach in Iceland, and before Jared left, he said. Uh, Hey, well, okay, so we were planning to do a show last week, mm-hmm. and uh, I got a little sick and couldn't do it. I became a little a little ill. Sick in air quotes. Hold on. You're not even on the show yet. Whatever. Let me, let me say my piece, and then you can, re- then you can refute I'm me. Just interjecting <laughs> comedy. Oh. Oh. Okay. I got it now. <laughs> Uh, so before Jared left, he was like, hey, don't forget, we're supposed to do a show. What are we going to do? I'm going to be gone. And we could have run a rerun. Sure. We could have run a rerun. Sure. We could have said, we could have called in some favors uh, down at the radio station. Um, but no, 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 sir. That's not what we did. Jared said, maybe I could call in. Maybe Jared could be the call in guest. That would have been great. And I said, hey, that's a good idea. And then he suggested, why don't you find a co-host and then I'll call in and be the call-in guest. And I said, from Iceland, you know. I said, that's great. I love it. And I said, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's do that. And then Jared left the country before we had a real solid plan together. And I haven't spoken to him since he left the United States. Now, (coughs) I fully anticipate him returning to the United States. We can only hope. But I can't make any promises. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't heard from him. He's been essentially MIA for a week now. And I hope that he's okay. I hope that he, wherever he is, he's happy. He is. And I hope that... Um, he is. I hope that uh, someday he'll make a return, if he can find it within himself, to come back to this once great nation and join us again on Unspoken Request. So, that all being said... I did not arrange a phone call with Jared like I wanted to, but I did arrange for a co-host. Yes. So, I have this week with me, Jared Gone, axed out. Dunzo. Oh, yeah, gone. And I have Gonzo. here 
Gonzo, and I have here with me my lovely wife, Jessica Adams. Hello. Jess, thanks for being on the show. You're very welcome. <laughs> uh, so Jess is going to co-host with me yes, tonight. Yes, I've already been doing a great job. You have. I think you're nailing it. You said you were nervous before we got started. Yeah. Have those nerves melted away now that we're in, in the middle of it? My, The bottoms of my hands and feet are still a little bit sweaty, but I mostly feel fine. Now, when you say the bottoms of your hands... Do you the mean palms. do you mean like if you're holding up your hand like you're a traffic <laughs> cop and you're trying to stop the cars from coming? Do you mean just the lower half like thumb down? Yes. Is sweaty? That's the and only the rest place is bone dry. That's the only place on my hands that get sweaty is the bottom portion. The palms of my hands <laughs> and the bottoms of my feet. I was just thinking Your feet get sweaty? Apparently they're sweaty right now a little bit. Oh gross. Sorry. I have very sweaty feet. All right, let's. This is let's really keep it, yeah. taking a turn for the worst. Oh my god! Whoops. Let's just keep it cool. All right. Okay. Jared usually handles that kind of stuff. I know. I'm just really trying to fill Jared's shoes by saying sweating in them. Ridiculous. <laughs> yes, sweating in them, saying ridiculous and hilarious things. As I said earlier, I'm here to interject comedy. Do you miss Jared? Yeah. I see Jared pretty regularly, and it's always pleasant, and I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, I miss him too. You've been speaking to Annie, though, while they're over there. Yeah, so I don't know how phone calls work on this show, but you can make calls through the WhatsApp, which is how I have been communicating with Annie. So Today's episode of Unspoken Request is brought to you by the WhatsApp. 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 Not right. WhatsApp. Uh, get it? It's like, what's up? No. But the WhatsApp? <laughs> yeah. Get it? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's pretty uh, good. So I haven't set up the technology to receive a phone call, oh, actually. Okay. And you know Whoops. what? It would be easy if it weren't for these. So we both use the iPhone. Today's uh, episode of Unspoken Request is brought to you by Apple. iPhone by Apple. Uh, and they have that stupid dongle now. I hate the dongle. Me too. They're the worst. Yeah. It's such a scam. Big time. Because really you have to it. buy like 12 dongles, one for every scenario that you're going to find yourself in, every setting, one for your home and bathroom and car and your bag and your pocket. It's terrible. I, have, I keep one in the bathroom. Yeah. I always have to have a dongle in the bathroom. Yeah. And then I uh, also keep one in the vehicle. Car in... Your work bag, if you want to use headphones at work. Well, I keep I keep the proprietary headphones in my pocket. Oh, uh, okay. The earbuds. The proprietary lightning connection earbuds. But that's still... You don't have a dongle that's connected to those, right? No, they ha- they come with the dongle end. Oh, the I... The lightning did, connection. I did not get those kind of <laughs> headphones. Oh, no. I have to use a dongle for You're going to have to contact Steve things. Jobs. Or who's that new guy's name? Tim Cook. Oh, I was just going to say Steve Jobs, too. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think sen- essentially. Yeah. Uh, Steve Jobs the second. I mean, he's not a <laughs> sequel. Excuse me. It's his boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So something a lot of you are probably wondering, because, you know, you're listening to this, as always, at one o'clock in the morning right now it's probably about 1 30 approaching 1 30 dang um night owls 
or early morning owls. Yeah, early morning owls, as the saying goes. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that before. Uh-huh. Me too. Uh, you're probably wondering, wait a minute, Mike, Jessica, aren't you guys like pretty good parents? No. Like, uh, I know you've got two kids and one of them has made it, you know, pretty far in life so far. Decent amount. Well, the truth is, yeah, we are great parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we've done tonight is uh, earlier in the evening, we put our kids to bed and uh, made sure they were safe and sound in bed. Uh, Jess took care of the baby. I took care of our son, who's been on the show as well. Yeah. Um, we put them in their respective rooms, in their beds, came out locked from there, the locked doors, the doors. Forgot about them. No, I mean, I'm still thinking about them right now. I'm always Not thinking me. about them. Never. We locked the doors to the house to keep any would-be predators. Creeps. Creeps. Uh, creatures. Creatures. You Bears. Know, pre- predators of all kinds. Bobcats. Yeah. Um keep those things out at least as long as we can. Door-to-door solicitors. Well, it's the middle of the night. Those t- they tend to come during the day. They could come anytime. Uh, and then we drove down to the studio here while the kids are sleeping to do this show. And I think it's working out pretty well so far. We haven't... We left a phone for them. I don't know if either of them really knows how to use the phone, but we did leave a phone behind. Yeah, I taught Asa how to dial 911. He knows. Okay, I that's will, good. And we remember I... I left a note... That said uh, where we were going to be. Yeah, we left some sandwiches and milk. But I don't know that he can really read it yeah. quite yet. But he is well-versed in infant care, so I think it should be fine. He can whip up a bottle in the microwave. If yeah, and he is he can carry her by himself now, so everything's going to be totally fine. Jared, who uh, usually is on this show, once told me a story about... Uh, Dick Van Dyke. You know the uh-huh. famous actor Dick Van Dyke from uh, Mary Poppins? Uh-huh. I do love Mary Poppins. Uh, but you know the Dick Van Dyke, the actor? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am familiar. He's still with us, I think. Uh, I don't know. You're going to have to Google I'll it. I'll be the fact checker on the show. Uh, Dick Van Dyke, in his memoir, said that uh, his parents used to leave him in the crib sleeping and then go down to the movie theater to catch movies. Now that Which he sounds tight. Yeah, and he became one of the most beloved actors in the country. And everybody loves him, and he's great, and his life's great. So it seems to me like mm-hmm. if you want to leave your kids asleep in the crib and go catch a flick, that's perfectly fine. Totally fine. No problem. No problem with it at all. Oh, no. you know what I haven't done? I didn't back announce the music. Okay, he. it does not say on Wikipedia that he is deceased, so I think he is still... In the land of the living. You know these Wikipedia fiends, as soon as a celeb dies, they're on there updating on it. it. So I'm sure if he were ASAP. To, if, he, if Dick Van Dyke were to kick the bucket, they'd, We'd know they'd about let us it. know. We'd know about it. Have you ever edited a Wikipedia page before? I was just going to say, I have never done it, but uh, I think it would be funny. I mean, the only way I would be able to edit a Wikipedia page would be in the vein of complete sabotage, because I don't know many of the things I'm going to Wikipedia to find out about them I don't know about these things so if I were to edit it it would just be sabotaging the page and putting nonsense things on there you can't be doing that I know they're, they're actually pretty on it yeah one time I was on the Alfonso Ribeiro Wikipedia page and they were talking about he and his ex-wife whose name I can't remember right now but her I, last name was Staples I don't and even know the first person that you mentioned Alfonso Ribeiro yeah who's that uh, he's a he was a child prodigy dance star 
a break dancer. Oh, from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And then he went on to be an adult actor on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Does have that signature dance of yeah. You know that was that was why that was funny. Because he's a dance prodigy. <laughs> he was in Michael Jackson videos. And what? Like, yeah. Or maybe it's a Pepsi commercial with Michael Jackson. He did uh, something with Michael Jackson, who's a famous dancer. Okay, yes. This is why I can't edit Wikipedia. I don't know anything. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So I was reading the Alfonso Ribeiro Wikipedia page. Okay. And they were talking about his personal life and his ex-wife, whose last name was Staples. And it said, very casually written in there, it said, but they got a divorce because she was too clicky from that stapler. And I thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing. That's pretty good. And then the next day I went to show someone it, it had already gone. been. Yeah, it was yeah. already gone. Yeah. It had been fixed. Which is too bad because that was pretty funny. That is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I've just never, I do, I do think adding something like that could be very funny. I've just never had the guts to actually do it. I, you know, I think. And it wouldn't last necessarily, yeah, yeah. so. And I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah. Um, although I've seen a few things where like. I can't think of a great example off the top of my head, but where people will routinely edit something in, in sort of an editorial way to say that so-and-so is a bad guy, uh, uh, and then someone will change it to say, no, he's the president, or whatever, you uh-huh. know, uh, for, for example. Right. <laughs> uh, um, but before, before we got started here on the show, at the top of the hour. At the top. We heard four songs. Some good tunes. Yeah. We heard some exciting new music tell us what those tunes were so that first track was called amateur by woolen men woolen men from portland oregon how'd you I hear think. about them it's from their new album post i heard about them because a friend of mine who i think lives out there in portland okay uh quoted them and tweeted a link to a Bandcamp interview with oh. them on the Bandcamp uh weekly Oh, nice. Site. And they were talking about um, being proud to be working musicians. Not working musicians who work as musicians, but people who have day jobs and aren't and don't make a haven't made a career out of their music, but are still working really hard to make music and be artistic and be creative. And they were talking about sort of the creative freedom of that. Yeah. Which I relate to in a big way. Uh-huh. Like the notion of like just being a regular person but still making art right. without having to like you know, it's so it's like folk art but modern, you know, it's just mm-hmm. people who make stuff just cuz they're compelled to make it. Right. Even though they still have to earn a living doing some job. Yeah. And I really like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like it that people have to work at a job they don't like, but some people like their jobs. Yeah, it like might like me. Yeah, it might not be a job that they necessarily dislike, yeah. but but then to like, with your with the with the remaining energy that you have to pour that into, not just a hobby but like a truly creative endeavor, I think yeah. is something that I'm really interested in. Yeah. And reading someone articulate that well was really nice. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this band at all uh, other, uh, until I read that sentence, and so I checked out their new record, and I think it's great. The whole thing is very good. Yeah, that song was very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a little bit of a Krautrock, like, uh, you know, repetition going on in mm-hmm. a way that I really love. Yeah. But then the hooks are there. You it does can kind of hear. Nice hook. Yeah. And you can kind of hear the personality of the band in it, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. 
also the what is the singer the vocalist what's his name i don't know either names okay he reminds me a lot of uh our friend bryant fox oh old bloomington expat yeah and actually as it was playing at first my first thought was oh this is bryant and you're like no it's not sorry which is fine but it i felt like i really enjoyed it because it reminded me of my friend oh nice yeah yeah, that's a good. I've enjoyed it for other reasons, yeah. but yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, I've been way into that record this week. I bought mm-hmm. it actually, so it'll arrive on our doorstep Very at some nice. point. This is a little side note uh, for everyone listening out there. Uh, Mike Adams gets records delivered to our home very frequently, and our postman, who is a man actually, a postman really loves to comment on those records every time he delivers them and says things like, oh, you got another one. Oh, what's in there? What's this one? You guys sure get a lot of records delivered here. Like he just really loves how many records are coming to our house. Just so you know. You know, when we, we've had the same mailman since we lived here yeah. in this house. And uh, mm-hmm. early on when we first moved in and, and I saw that he was the same guy over and over again, I asked him his name and he told me. And then I like, around Christmas gave him some banana bread or something and oh, like that's so sweet and we have this sort of friendly like we sometimes chat if he's delivering the mail and has to get out of the truck mm-hmm. we'll st- stand and chat for a couple minutes he asks me he knows that I'm a musician so he asks me about like being on the road and stuff because he'll notice when the van's not here yeah <laughs> you know? and uh I have forgotten his name yeah you know I I've think it might be Lowell Lowell I've never he might be listening it. to this right now he is local hey and I've just forgotten it. And I feel so bad. Should we announce? Because I like him very a lot. Our address on this radio <laughs> program, <Definitely not. laughs> so that we can see if it's him. Uh, no. One time, if his name is Lowell, we'll call him Lowell. Lowell. One time, uh, somehow we were out of town with both vehicles gone, and I think that he thought we moved and stopped our mail. And we didn't notice, so we were gone for maybe a week, and we did not notice that our mail had stopped coming for maybe two additional weeks <laughs> after that. No, it wasn't that long. Was it? I thought two it was weeks a, of no mail was a long yeah, time. Yeah, well, because the yeah, I it, it was a significant amount of time. We're like, hey, where's our mail? And then we discovered that uh, he thought that we had moved and had discontinued our mail being delivered to our home, and so. We had to head down to the post office and pick up this gigantic pile of mail. And he's just, you know, looking out for us. But it's like, don't you think we would have communicated that with you? If he we just got just our back. He just moved. Yeah. yeah. He just wanted to keep Why our, would both cars be gone? You know? Yeah. And that's the thing. I can't quite remember why we were traveling with both vehicles. Maybe we had probably to, two. We probably went on separate vacations. Uh, maybe you went on tour and I went to do something. Or just we had cool. had, a, had a bad year that year and decided <laughs> to take taking some time apart i'll see ya. yeah yeah you you know i went to kansas city and you went down to you know virginia beach or something sure yeah i'd go too there. hot too yeah. hot vacation spots yeah i'd go there um but yeah anyway all that to say okay mm-hmm. woolen men woolen men post. post i think every song on the record is good and that it's it's uh was... it's uh that was a long song that i played but the record is succinct it's good it's a nice quick fun listen and is, uh, yeah, I really yeah. recommend it. Awesome. And I've been listening to it all week, actually, and you've asked about it more than once. Mm-hmm, I have. Which I think is a, you don't ask a lot about what I'm listening to. Yeah, because it's usually a real drag. <laughs> but that was very good, yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited anyway. to listen to the record more when it arrives yeah. on our doorstep from maybe Lowell yeah. or somebody else. <laughs> or whoever. Yeah. 
Uh, after that, we heard a, a new song from a band called Big School. Canadian Big punk. School. I, t- I don't know if they would consider themselves a punk band, a pop, uh, power pop band, or what, but I would say they're kind of in that like... Yeah, like a combination of yeah, those things. totally. Mm-hmm. And we heard a song called City of Silence from their new record, It's Really Real, which also I've been listening to a ton yeah, lately. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Their first record just showed up in our mailbox one day. It was a cassette, yeah. A cassette, yeah. And we have enjoyed listening to them ever since. Our son Asa really loves listening to Big School. I told them that. I sent them an email and said, hey, our boy loves your Loves it. (laughs) Yeah. It's so fun to listen to. Yeah, and I think each... So that first thing they sent us actually was a compilation of like singles and stuff they released. Oh, okay. I didn't Then they put out a full length and it's very good. It's called Uh Mint. And then this new one just came out like two weeks ago, or a week ago maybe, uh, and I think it's the best one yet. It's so good. Yeah. Sounds great. The songs are very good. Very good. Also another short record, uh-huh. succinct listen on your little commute. You know, if you live yeah. here in Bloomington, your commutes what longest Ten. possible twenty minutes. Longest possible with significant construction. I mean, it could take you up to 30 minutes, but... You could put this record in another 30 minutes, I think. Yeah. I'd have to double check on that before <laughs> I just say it, but I'll say anything. Yeah, that's true. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, we heard Chris Zabriskie with Is That You or Are You You from the album Reappear. Okay. Another uh, interesting... Another guy with an interesting take on releasing and uh, releasing music and being an artist in 2018. Highly recommend looking into his stuff as well. Lots of um, cinematic, instrumental, uh, experimental stuff. Really yeah. cool. And a neat guy. I, I listened to an interview with him uh, two weeks ago. Okay. And uh, yeah, really cool ideas about copyright and ownership of music and things. I don't know. Cool. What are cool ideas about copyright? He gives all of his music away for free. The only thing, if you want to use his music in a video or uh-huh. in a podcast or in uh, a commercial or okay. in your documentary or whatever, what have you, he says, the you can use it. Anything here you want, you can use it. All you have to do is credit me. Ah, that's very nice. And he, I think he's made a fair amount of money from people being like, hey, we love the music. We don't want to credit you, so we're going to pay you. And he says, okay. Uh, or they can't credit him. Like, oh, we're going to play this at a baseball game. We can't really credit you. Uh, or we're okay. going to put it behind a 30-second commercial, and we can't put a credit on the end of the commercial because every mm-hmm. second counts, you know. Right, right, right. So I think he's just got a cool kind of chaotic but functional take on copyright. I like that. I guess and I'll modern g- media. Yeah. I'll give him a call when I make a documentary. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Or or you don't even have to. You can just put his name on the end in the credits and do whatever you want. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah. I'd probably call him up, though. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. I think he's in Florida. Okay. <laughs> he seems accessible, so I'll just totally. give him a call. Yeah. He's just some guy. Yeah. After that, we heard uh, John Vanderslice with a track called Bomb in Reverse from the album MGM Endings, Cellar Door Remixes. Yeah. I did like that. I mean, I like the OG version of that song, but that remix was also very good. Yeah, I I have been listening to that remix album this week and I hadn't in years, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um 
especially just being familiar with that album and then hearing these remixes, it's neat to hear them kind of recontextualized and deconstructed a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. I really like John Vanderslice and hadn't really listened to his music in a while. He's sort of back. Really? He's been laying low for a few yeah. years, working on his studio and stuff, from what I understand. Oh, yes, he has a studio out in San Francisco. He's got two now, I think. One in San we Fran, one in Oakland. went to tour it, right? That was we his? We did. Yeah, that was his place. telephone? Yeah, that's right. I remember things. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That was on our honeymoon, by the way. Yeah. For you listeners. If you ever want to romance your new bride. Take her to a music <laughs> studio. Take her to a recording studio <laughs> that you're kind of interested in on your honeymoon. That's, where, that's how you score big points. I mean, it was fun. It was a cool space. Did we get to meet him while we were out there? Or no. just his, was it his It was a, It was engineer? an engineer who worked at the studio. Uh, yeah. okay. Who was a great dude. Yeah, he was very nice. And he just, you know, he was telling us about San Francisco living as well, which was interesting. So, yeah, if I remember right, he gave us some like good tips, mm-hmm. stuff to hit up while we were. Yeah, there. totally. I kind of forgot that we did that. I mean, it makes sense that you wouldn't remember that. No, it makes oh. sense that we <laughs> would do something like that on our honeymoon. If you're going to go on a trip with Mike Adams, you're going to go to a record store or a recording studio or out for drinks with a musician that he knows from somewhere, which I enjoy doing all of those things. I'm just saying those are what's going to happen. I was thinking the other day just to brag on myself a little bit and Please. what you just said there. I mean, the world doesn't give you enough accolades. So. Uh, when we went, at, we for our 10th wedding anniversary, we went to New York City. Mm-hmm. Jess had oh, never been. It was her first time. Gosh, I love and it there. We had drinks with our buddy Dave Hill one night. I also love Dave Hill. Oh, he's the best. So Just funny. Best. If you don't already, Jeez, listen yes. to the GD Dave Hill show. Listen. I don't think I can say that on this channel. Yeah. He says it on his channel. He can say whatever he wants to. Uh, but yes, listen to, to the Dave Hill show on WFMU uh, on Monday nights and also as a podcast version. It's so good. Read his books. Listen to his bands. Follow him on social media platforms because he is Jess so loves him on Twitter. Funny on Twitter. Oh my gosh, I just love him. I mean, I, I, can we talk about political things on this show? Oh, this is uh, WFHB. We okay. can do whatever we want. So when uh, when Donald, I mean, he's already starting to, you know, turn the U.S. on its head. But when he has fully completed that mission, I'm sure Dave Hill's going to be. Who's that you're talking about? Huh? Who? Donald Trump. Oh. The president. Yeah, the pre- president, air quotes around that president as well. Uh, when he has completed his mission to completely overturn the U.S., I mean, Dave Hill's name is going to be at the top of his list for uh, punishments of all sorts. <laughs> but Dave Hill is just like made it, I don't know if it's his mission, but it's a funny sort of side project and way that he uses Twitter to just chip away at Donald Trump. Everything that he tweets, Dave Hill will respond to it in the most hilarious way. And I just love it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. And like lowbrow in the in a way that feels like it's perfectly... Perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so perfect. But I mean, somebody is noticing it somewhere. And putting him on a list. Like putting him on some kind of to list. To throw him in shackles as soon as everything is yeah. destroyed. Uh, yeah. But what I was going to say is I, for some reason, I had this uh, m- memory uh, of that day mm-hmm. or that evening 
when we had drinks with Dave and yeah, had such a great time. Called? I don't even remember, but I was in the throes of a gout attack, like a gout serious gout, gout attack, mm-hmm. real bad. And we're yeah. walking all over the city. Like it was eight insane. miles a day. It was really insane. Yeah. And Dave bought me a gin and tonic mm-hmm. and I drank it, which you're not supposed to drink alcohol if you have gout. While on gout. And especially while you're in the throes of an attack. And then he bought me a second one. And I couldn't finish it. I was in so much pain. I couldn't finish it. And I didn't say that, but he was like, you want to get out of here? I was like, yeah, let's get out of here. And he's like, oh, do you want to finish your drink first? I was like, he had just bought this drink for me. And I I mean, I had some of it, but I was like, Dave, I just can't. I'm in so much pain. And he seemed to understand, but I was so embarrassed that he had bought me a drink. And it was like, I'm dying from drinking this. Yeah. It's killing me. I might die from this amount of pain. Oh, yeah. I can't believe that you did not die on that trip. I just had a memory of embarrassment thinking about that. We walked so much and you were just suffering from a really terrible gout attack. But you did it all in the name of love so that I could experience (laughs) New York for the first time. And it was awesome. Somewhere along the way, I have told Asa that I will someday take him to New York for fun. And now lately he's been bringing it up to me and asking when we're going to go to New York. But you got to take him, but also I want to go too. It can't just be a boy's trip. Why not? Because I want to go. <laughs> That's just the end of it. I want to go. Um, yes? I was just one more little tidbit about John Vanderslice. Oh, excuse me. This is my first time on the show, and I'm touching things I'm not supposed to, and <laughs> Mike Adams is reprimanding me I was, silently. Uh, yeah, I've just, I, I just... I shook my hand and slapped you on the top of your hand yeah. and put my tongue out. Yeah, uh, like I'm just some kind of child. I'm not I a telecom but I did it silently. major. I, I did it silently so that you wouldn't be embarrassed. Be embarrassed. Because you're just touching things and right. turning knobs and touching <laughs> buttons. So I appreciate that you don't want to embarrass me now uh, on this radio program, yet anytime I say anything remotely embarrassing or humiliating, you take to Twitter to broadcast it to everyone. That's right. If you ever want to hear... Uh, What's going on in the world of Jessica Adams and the mind of Jessica Adams? Just follow me on Twitter at M I C D A D A M and uh, I'll supply you with the goods. Yeah, it's just all the most ridiculous things I've ever thought or said are, uh, you know, I can't think of the word, but they're just going to exist forever <laughs> on the internet thanks to Mike Adams. Uh, what was I going to say about John Vanderslice? Oh, his show that he did here in Bloomington was one of the most fun shows that I've ever gone to when him and his band just came out into the crowd and everyone circled up around them just like singing along. It was really fantastic. So just made me when think of that. When was it? That was a while ago. In 2010 or 11? 2000. Yeah, it was 2010 or 11, I believe. Because, so funny thing about that story about John Vanderslice's show was I had not been feeling well that week, and it was inexplicable. I don't know. Oh, wait. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Uh, It was inexplicable, and so I was at the John Vanderslice show having a great time, but also feeling a little bit ill and joking around with some friends like, oh, maybe you're pregnant. And I was like, no, 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 that's... That can't be. And then it turns out I was. I took a pregnancy test the next day and found out I was pregnant with our son, Asa. So 
So that means it was 2011. Okay. Well, he was born in 2011, but... How long... I'm gonna, oh, so I'm going to have to tweet this. You understand? Oh, no, stop. <laughs> I just couldn't remember when he was born in 2011, but it was December. <laughs> yes, it so, was. okay, it was definitely just the year of 2011. <laughs> Please don't tweet this. It's already on. It's already available for the, for the world to know. I'll just tweet a hot link to this episode. Radio program. Oh, my Where God. you think women are pregnant for a whole year. <laughs> some female species some are, are. Some women are. But just not human females. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I know about pregnancy <laughs> i've been pregnant before <laughs> what was that like you know i i kind of enjoy it uh you're good at it yeah a lot of women and i i feel thankful that i do not experience a lot of excruciating pain and discomfort a lot of women have very real um pain lots of it discomfort limitations while pregnant but that's never been the case for me so i mostly just think it's very cool uh, I mean, you feel heavy and a little bit smushed. Your insides feel smushed. But it's also cool to like be carrying around this thing that's alive and moving. And uh, yeah, I don't mind it. I would. I've always gone well past my due dates, and it's always just been fine. Every time somebody sees you and you say, "Oh, my due date was this day in the past," people flip out and they're like, "Oh, you must be miserable." And just having the worst time and i'm just like mm, no i'm having a fine time <laughs> i so. like this yeah i, I like do this. kind of like it so yeah uh, you should try it sometime uh, like uh what's that movie the arnold schwarzenegger movie junior yeah is danny mm-hmm. devito in that no that's Dan- twins who's in junior yeah who is in junior with them i thought it was danny but arnold DeVito. schwarzenegger has a baby right Oh, he does. Like, actually, it's not just a pregnancy suit. No, he gets pregnant, right? Yeah, I think that's the plot. I don't know. I'll have to fact check it. But it could be like that episode of Full House where Uncle Jesse has to wear that pregnancy pad. And he takes it off and he loses the bet. What's he lose? I forget. (sighs) I Yeah, I don't know. We need someone else here fact checking all these things that we're talking about. Because if I look it up on my phone i get distracted from the program itself yeah jared does that as well yeah yeah so you'd be perfectly filling his role yeah getting distracted by your computer or phone <laughs> uh, during the show <laughs> looking up things for the show yeah which is helpful but then yeah you do get distracted speaking of jared you know you said you hoped that he returns i hope that he does too because i'll tell you uh going through customs coming back into the u.s has been one of the most frustrating and terrible experiences of my life oh it's recently recently when i returned from spain i was visiting my brother they took all your lotions away and stuff they took my uh clementines away they took my <laughs> fresh spanish, fruit your spanish clementines. my spanish clementines that were delicious <laughs> because apparently they bring disease and i don't I've only entered through customs once, so I don't know what other airports do, but we flew back into O'Hare. and That's in Chicago. In Chicago. And it was a nightmare. Too many checkpoints, uh, serving no purpose. Too much go here, go there. It was a nightmare. Condescending and rude... Uh, TSA agents. TSA agents that were just really making it difficult. So I hope that he can make it through. If he tries to bring any sort of fresh produce, contraband, contraband, he may be detained as someone trying to uh, participate in like 
biological warfare or something. So, God forbid Jared ever get detained, but can you imagine? Oh, <laughs> it would just, well, it's hard. It's a little bit hard. What would Jared be like in a detention facility? I don't know. Would he just be a sad sack or would he be like livening up the place? I think it would depend on how people were reacting to him. Yeah. I think he could be quickly become a detention center favorite. Oh, yeah. Easily. Oh, you know, and he delivers books to the jail already, so he's got he experience knows, yeah. in lockup. Yeah. I think he'd be fine. I think he'd be fine. He would He would help mo- moost, moost, boost <laughs> morale amongst the others, I think. Oh, sure. The other detainees yeah. at the border he'd from have, Iceland. Yeah. <laughs> he'd have good stories and good jokes. But if the U, if any U.S. customs people are listening right now, change your ways. It's Attitude terrible. Check. Attitude check. Just think about: is all this rigmarole making anyone safer? No, I don't think so. So, that's my personal opinion about customs in the U.S. In case anyone wanted to know, I know no one asked me, but. <laughs> Hey, uh... Sharing it anyway. We've talked a lot. Should we play more music? Well, we need to take a break. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to play a, another song. Um, and then uh, we'll come back after that and S- yak some more. Yes. I love yakking. Yakety yak. Thanks for... T- <laughs> Don't come back. I mean, do. We will be back. Back. We'll be back. Okay. I just like to rhyme yeah. all the time. All right. Okay. We'll be back. Bye. Welcome back to Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. Jared. Only this time, no Jared. And Jessica Adams has joined to co-host in Jared's stead. Jess. I hope I'm doing an okay job. You're doing a fabulous job. Filling Jared's shoes. I mean, he's got big shoes. He does. But he's also got a nice personality that's funny and charming and nice to be around oh i think i would say the very same for you darling oh isn't that so sweet i think you're doing great thank you this your first time on the radio now i've been on a podcast before which is i guess that counts as the radio now radio people wouldn't say so oh okay then no this is my first time on the radio um 
I meant to ask you this earlier in the show, but uh, is this your first time hearing this program ever? <laughs> so, unfortunately, I would have to answer yes to that. Although, you know... So, um, hold the phone. Hold on. You've my, got, my apologies. You've got a radio program that's made in your home by your husband, whom you love. Yes. And your friend, Jared, whom yes. you love. And we have made 20... Two episodes. Yes. And you have heard zero of them. So, okay, let me let me backtrack a minute and say that I hear I do hear bits and pieces while the show <laughs> is being made. I just have never come out into the studio and and uh, set captive for an entire Well, sure. No one has done that other than people on the show. Now, some of our listeners uh, go to the trouble of Tuning in to WFHB uh-huh. from 1 to 3 a.m. every other Sunday night slash Monday morning. Which is true dedication. <laughs> Insanity. Or they, you know, they might just be up late at the pretzel factory, tying pretzels, yeah, putting on and the radio. They yeah. might have a third shift job. And that's, yeah. That's great. And you that and they Jared would even bother tuning into yeah, this. At have that become time. their buddies, their radio buddies. Uh, or some people in 2018 have. Um, mm-hmm taken the time to uh, subscribe to our brand new podcast version ah, of the show. Okay. Yeah. Handy. Now, let me ask you this. Have you ever subscribed to a podcast in your life? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have? Yeah. A I couple. Actually, I actually thought maybe you hadn't. I listened to podcasts. Oh, I don't think that you had never heard one. I just wondered if you had ever subscribed to Oh, mm, okay, yes, no, I have not. <laughs> I, I suspected that was the case. <laughs> Whoops. This is how much I know about podcasts. I don't know the difference between just listening to them and subscribing to them. <laughs> Whoops, okay. You should try it. The podcasts, uh, podcasts are all the rage right now. People love yeah. them. You don't even know. So when you're I love a good podcast. So I've been listening to 1A a lot. What's 1A? I don't know what that is. It's very good. It is on WFHB. I can't remember if it's the first or the second station, but it's on every day at... Um, Wait, so you listen to WFHB live on the air? <laughs> Scratch that. I'm so sorry. What is the local... This is WFHB. WFHB. Okay. Um, my oh, you're s- talking about TIU. No. FIU, I mean. WFIU, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You blew it. Can you edit that out? I'll, I don't know. I don't know if the censors will allow it. <laughs> it's humiliating. <laughs> don't, don't. I got it. Don't yeah. invite me back. Don't. Go ahead. So wait, <laughs> what's the station again? WFIU? W- yeah. Okay. Anyway, every day at 10.30 or 11 is 1A. And it's a podcast discussing... Uh, the First Amendment. Ah. and Which I guess you're allowed to do. Yeah. You're allowed to yeah. say whatever you want to say. About the First Amendment. About the First Amendment. <laughs> uh, it's always really like current and relevant uh, discussions. Like, uh, you know, whatever is kind of going on in the news cycle is exactly what they're talking about and he always brings on a lot of really great guests to talk about it from kind of all sides um it's great now i would just like to say i've not heard that show and that's probably because while you're listening to that i'm usually tuning in to wfhb and listening to whatever they've got on at that time 
just so we're not uh, advertising, you know, for the for the other folks yes. on the other side. I really until FIU, <laughs> until FIU wants to give us the big fat paycheck that WFHB has given us to make this show week after week after week after week. Yes. Then we'll talk. Then we'll yeah. talk about throwing some ads in here for, <laughs> for WFIU. Public Ooh. radio. Yeah. This is community radio. Community radio is also great. Very great. I was talking about podcasts at lunch today with Anna Teeter and Aaron Denton who have been on this program. They have fact. been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that one of my favorite parts of this radio program is chit-chatting with the guests after the show's over. Oh, for you mm-hmm. in yeah. our in our home. Yeah. yeah. It's very fun. <laughs> so, if you think that's fun, I get to chit-chat with them for 2 hours. Which, yeah. Before you get to before you get to them. Yeah. I will say, I, you know, part of why I had not tuned in before was the the time jealousy. Jealousy. Mhm. But now that it is in a podcast version, uh, then I can catch up on all my favorite episodes. After the show here, uh, I'll show you how to subscribe to a podcast. <laughs> I'll teach you how to subscribe to a podcast. So, yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if I just said to you, now, mm-hmm. uh, go and subscribe to Unspoken Requests, would you have the foggiest notion of what to do? I think so. You think you could navigate that and figure it out? I think so. I think I would. I've just open up my iPhone. I'm not asking this to condescend. I'm asking this to to get totally, your your totally. uh, figure out where you're at in relationship yes. to this technology. So here's what I would do. Tell me if this is correct. Okay. I would open up my iPhone. Uh huh. So far, so good. It's password protected, so I'm oh. not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what my password is. I would open up my iPhone. I would go to the iPhone podcasts oh. app. Okay. And I would search for unspoken requests. Uh-huh. And I would pull it up and start listening to it. Well, you want to smash that subscriber. I don't think I've ever noticed the subscriber button when I've searched for a podcast on there. I'll tell you what, here's what's great about that. Once you smash that button, uh-huh. Then every time there's a new episode of Unspoken Requests, uh-huh. it will alert you and let you know. Great. You can go and listen to it Great. every two weeks, Great. every Monday morning, oh. every every other Monday morning. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, maybe I'll try that. No pressure. I'm just. Uh, I just enjoy teasing out. Uh, your relationship to technology on this show. It's very poor. <laughs> My relationship to technology is very poor. <laughs> but what's funny is that I am not technologically savvy in any sense of the word, as is evidenced on I've this seen show. You, I've seen you really... Uh, you're handy with a breast pump. I've seen that in action. Yeah, that's that a, is... That's machinery. That's technology. That's okay. I Yeah. <laughs> Do they I, make smart breast pumps? What's a smart breast pump? Well, I just mean modern. Like controlled by my iPhone? Or maybe. Or like, I don't know, some other way that they are over, they're indulgent on the technology that's like probably unnecessary, but I mean, you can interact with it in some way. 
I, like you could hit a subs- you could sc- subscribe to a, to podcast a podcast while pumping. So that you oh this would be great. Okay, so you have your breast pump there, mm-hmm. and they've got those. What do you call those funnels that flanges that attach to the uh, flanges the teat flanges? So that you have attached to the okay, teat. So they come in various sizes. Naturally, like breasts. Naturally, mm-hmm. um, you've got instead of just two of those, three of those. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Two of them are for uh, slurping milk from your body. Uh-huh. Like normal. The third one is actually not a slurping mechanism, but it's like a... Megaphone? Well, like an old-timey speaker? telephone. Ah, and mm-hmm. you hold that one up to your ear. Mm-hmm. And then you can subscribe through your iPhone. You could subscribe to your favorite podcast and you could listen to it through the machine while you're pumping milk. Mm-hmm. from your uh, human body. That is brilliant. Smart. That's why they smart. call it a smart breast pump. Smart breast pump. <laughs> um, let's, yeah, let's get that going. I, I, mean, I love it. We could make a million bucks. Million, we could start advertising on the million. podcast. So it'd be like Casper mattress ad, uh-huh. followed by uh, MeUndies, followed by the smart breast pump podcast machine. Okay. And you could listen to any other than music. Yeah. You, know, you, could, you could maybe hook it up to your iPod Nano <laughs> to play back. <laughs> iPod Nanny. iPod Nanny. <laughs> That's a great idea. We need a good name for it, though, for this m- machine. This yeah. multi-use machine. Breast pump, music player, telephone. Pump it up. Pump the breast milk pump up the volume of the podcast you're listening to pump it up oh i think that's very good <laughs> i don't think it, you got to think about this is 2018 right yeah you got to consider what do they name things they call them like e e-cigarettes you know but nobody wants to buy an e-cigarette because it's called an e-cigarette what if it's like e-pump jewel pump j-u-u-l pump and you can also vape through it. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So it, while you're pumping the breast milk out, it also simultaneously creates a tincture with whatever kind of substance you want to use, tobacco or what have you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Some kind of tincture, and then you can smoke it, or you could smoke it to your baby. Your baby could vape the breast milk and get nutrients that way. A baby vaping, but it's coming directly off of the mm-hmm. you know the uh, the. Um, this uh, seems like a really breasts. untapped market. Getting into baby vaping. Yeah. Yeah. Baby. Not got tobacco for the baby. Right. Of milk. course not. Baby's got a vape. Just though. vaporized milk. Yeah, I mean we're trying to indoctrinate these babies into our current culture and way of life, and what better way to do that than through. Vaping. Could you imagine baby the vape. fat cloud that a, a baby could 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 plume out of like a thick just breast milk vaporized breast milk steam? Uh huh. Just blissing out to it. That a baby just could surrounded by <laughs> that bee milk cloud. It's good. It's disgusting. No, it's <laughs> wonderful. I would experiment with this on our own baby though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would Easy. let her. I would let her vape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not tobacco. Not tobacco. And nothing harmful. No. Only all natural, one hundred percent all natural mm-hmm. human breast milk. 
Mm-hmm. Human secretions. Breast milk. Breast milk. <laughs> Not just any old. Okay, yeah. But how did we get started down this path? Oh, we were talking about me and my relationship to technology. I would just like to say that I have been in a job setting where I was one of the most proficient employees with technology. People would seek me out when they had issues with their computers or their iPhones. And I am saying this to, to let everyone know that I know a thing or two actually not according to mike adams standards but i know a thing or two or it could also illustrate that maybe everyone that i worked with was just the worst when it came to technology you did work in a nursing home let's say let's make sure that that is clear (laughs) i wouldn't call it a nursing home exactly but i see what you're saying i'm just kidding i didn't think you worked in a nursing home no i didn't but I won't say where I worked on the air because I don't want them to... You don't want to drag that place? You're not trying to roast them? Yeah. Speaking of secretions, you've been keeping up with the news at all this week? This is going to be outdated by the time people hear this. (laughs) (laughs) I have been listening to NPR every day. So we played that Jamesy clip that we open up the show with every time. Paul McCartney congratulating Uh his son on, like, rocking it. Which everyone thinks that's so funny, and I... Don't so much. Have you seen the video or just heard I've the audio? I've seen the video. I've seen it. And Have I you seen him kiss that little... He makes that circle with his fingers yeah, and he kisses it? I've seen it all. I <sighs> just... I don't get it. Well, you know, he's been in the news this week. Paul McCartney. He has. Yeah. Okay, that's not you the You haven't news. heard about that's this. That's not the news I've been keeping up with, so enlighten me. So, you know, he's a famous Beatle. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait. Who are the Beatles? Paul McCartney. <laughs> John Lennon. George Harrison. George Michael. George Harrison. Okay. Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. Pete Best. Pete Best. Stu Sutcliffe. I feel like there's some extras in there. Those are all the Beatles. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of a sensitive way to say this. Oh, okay. So S- Paul, Paul McCartney. Sensitive subject matter. He has a new record out. He's still making records. Can you believe it? He's still with us. Do you want to check Wikipedia to see if he's gone the way of Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> no, I'm going to trust that he's still living. Uh, he was on a radio show or something. Maybe it was a podcast. Hard to tell the difference. Okay. Um, this week, telling old stories, reminiscing. His new record, I should say. So his previous record was called Kisses on the Bottom. Like a butt? I think it's ambiguous. Okay. But it's a little bit of an innuendo. Or I mean it's a bit it's a bit sexually charged. Okay. His new record is called Egypt Station. And the first single, which is the only song from the record I've heard, is called Fu You. F U H Space Y O U. Hmm. So it's also a little bit sexually charged. Yeah. And he's an old man. Uh-huh. And that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. He went on some kind of radio show this week. I forget who it was with. Okay. He told a story about how he and John Lennon, the dead Beatle, uh-huh. John Lennon, ex-Beatle, former Beatle, mm-hmm. Beatle John, him and the, their, their good time buddies, at least one time, they uh, were goofing around as teenagers and somehow began to... Uh, how do you say it? Pleasure themselves. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
and people were and he said it was like a goofy thing like they're goofing around and Goof someone up. would shout out the name of like a beautiful woman and they would all giggle and like fool around uh-huh. and then he said John Lennon shouted out like Winston Churchill or something like that and it was like this funny thing <laughs> but whatever whatever teenagers uh-huh. whatever happens happens just funny that he's just told it now and now that's all people are talking about on the internet anyway no, that's not true. They're talking about all kinds of stuff on the internet constantly, but I've seen a lot of Paul McCartney self-abuse talk. Yeah. On the internet. So wait, is... John Lennon? Dead, yeah. Dead. But is Paul McCartney... Alive. Alive. But is he sharing this to bring to light that maybe John Lennon liked gentlemen, or...? No, I'm not exactly sure what the context was <laughs> other than... Telling stories. Telling stories about <laughs> John Lennon thinking that Winston Churchill was a... No, no, no. That was a joke. That was a John Lennon-style joke. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's just people are like, whoa, the Beatles were beating together. Yeah. That's what people make. And there's lots of, you know, their song, Come Together. Lots of mm-hmm. jokes about that. Lots of people rehashing the same joke over and over again. Okay. <laughs> no, I had not. Been so anyway, that's what a lot of people are talking about. We played Paul McCartney here on the show. So yeah. I thought we should, uh, for some reason, I thought we should talk about that, that. <laughs> right now on the show. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I, I mean, I'm sure that if he were listening to this show, he would appreciate you highlighting that story. I mean, he's told it on the Who radio. Who do you think is the most famous person that has listened to Unspoken Requests with... Some degree of certainty, like even if it's 10% or 5%, who could possibly be, who could be the most famous person? If you're out there listening, folks, and you're the most famous, and you think you might be the most famous person give to us listen a call. to Unspoken Requests, give Jared a call. Give Jared number. a call. Um, I would maybe say uh, Mayor Hamilton. Maybe if he's... Cruising around in his convertible at night? Well, not cruising around in his convertible, but maybe he, you know, gets up to go to the bathroom and get a... And switches on the radio. Switches on the radio, <laughs> or maybe he's getting like a midnight snack or something. Or he's just, you know, bogged down with the the weight of the problems of Bloomington, and he just needs a way to clear his head, and he just flips on unspoken requests, and it mm-hmm. just... Lightens his load. I, you know, I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, I that so that would be my guess. Also, I I hope everyone noticed that I just said lighten his load, and that ties back into the <laughs> the story from earlier about the Beatles beating it together. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm really funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know they're gonna hire a nightmare. So that the mayor doesn't have to get up late and listen to unspoken requests anymore. Oh, okay. The night mayor. Kind of like a night nurse. What's a night nurse? Sometimes when... I know what a wet nurse is. Yeah. You know who could use our smart pump? Wet nurse. Wet nurses. Mm-hmm. So a night nurse... And so I will say I've mostly heard about night nurses in the context of folks that are fairly wealthy. Um, but a night nurse is essentially 
someone that will get up in the night with your baby so that you do not have to. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't think that so they... So is it like a wet nurse? Well, that's the thing. I don't believe they cross into the territory of wet nursing. Uh, I think they will either use like already pumped milk for the baby or formula or some combination, but they get up with your child so that you do not have to. Um, How about another tie-in here? Yes. Check this out. Tie-in. In the Beatles movie, A Hard Day's Night. You seen that? You know, if I'm being totally honest, I've seen a few Beatles movies and they all kind of blur together. They just seem like the same movie to me. I've seen one where they're on a train together. Hard Day's Night. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's probably the one you've seen a okay. few times and thought it was different. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's that could be. That's the one I like to watch here in our home. Okay, then yes, that's probably the one. Uh, there's a part where uh, they want Ringo to kind of look after Paul's granddad in the movie. Okay. And Ringo says, I'm a drummer, not a wet nurse. <laughs> that's that's just funny. to tie all this stuff back yeah. together. I mean, just to show you it's how all connected that we together. need James Burke in here. We need to get James Burke in here and tell us uh, a connections style tale about uh, uh, how Paul McCartney and John Lennon masturbating ties into Ringo uh, not wanting to be a wet nurse, tying into uh, you know the mayor. Getting uh, not wanting to get up in the middle of the night to eat a big fat Cosby style sandwich in the middle of the night and hiring a nightmare Uh and how that's all just the same world. Yeah, it's all in the same world. We're all just we're just pulling it all together for everyone. Just cogs in the machine. Mm -hmm. Time marches on, marching right on. Speaking of marching, uh, I was driving to my place of employment this evening and passed the IU drum corps. Uh, doing a bit of practice. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was, I get a real, real, you know, people say real and I, <laughs> I know. but that's how they write it and I don't Wait, enjoy write it. it. Some like, 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 you know, like for real, you know, have you ever seen people write it? R-I-L-L? Where? Oh, like on, on like Twitter on, or something? Yeah, like on Twitter. I haven't like, noticed that. Okay, no. like on the but internet. But I believe you for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. And I don't enjoy it, so I want to say uh, I get a real thrill out a of real watch- thrill. a real thrill <laughs> out of watching a drumline. It's always very exciting. Have you seen that movie Drumline? I don't think so. You should watch it. I bet you'd love it. <laughs> yeah, I've only ever seen a drum. Is it- there might even be sequels? Do you refer to them as a drumline or a drum core, or are those interchangeable I terms? I don't know the difference. But seems I- like a drumline would be like single file. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's called a drum row. No, a drum line. But they're not single file. They're in, well, I guess they're No, in, and if they're not single file, maybe that's what a core is. Ah, okay. So maybe I've seen variations of drummers coming together. I'm guessing here. Yeah. I don't know. But it's just always very exciting. <laughs> uh, Are you more into uh, a swarm of drummers or single file drummers? I do like it when they have a nice, neat formation. Ah, uh, yeah. A rose or core. a star or a triangle or <laughs> like a flying V, uh-huh. something like that. That's pretty neat. Yeah, <laughs> I, en- I just enjoy it. What were so they doing when you saw them tonight? They were just lining up on the steps and just kind of doing some basic like, what's a, like rat-a-tat-tat kind of stuff. rat a Yeah, they just, they were Yeah, paradiddle, sure. I know about drumming. They weren't like going full, like whole hog with it, but just kind of doing a little bit of warm up. So, 
like know. quietly. Yeah. Cause we were, and it was just very brief, you know, we're in passing and it was exciting. Where were they? Uh, outside of their hall, the marching hundred hall, but it was not oh, the, where's that? it was not the whole marching hundred off of 17th. You know, they've like built all these new IU buildings there and, and so full disclosure, my place of employment uh. is, is near IU. Anyway. Uh, it was, so it was not the full marching hunter, just the drum line or core or group. Are there really a hundred of them in the marching hunter or is it like give or take? I don't know. I would say give or take. But you know, I have never seen the marching hundred all together. I've only ever seen portions of them or heard them collectively from a distance. You know, our friend Aaron B was involved in that for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We should call him up and ask him. We should get him on the show sometime. Yeah. Oh, he'd be actually a really great guest. Oh, and I, think I also so too. haven't seen him in a long time. So. It's been a little bit. Yeah. Why did I start talking about uh, a drum line? Oh, we're talking about Ringo Starr as a drummer. And not a wet nurse. And not a wet nurse. Or a night nurse or a nightmare. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. You know, I'm just following my train of thought here. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> when I have seen a drum corps. It is most frequently at a festival here in Indiana, in northern Indiana, called James Dean Days. It takes place in Fairmount, Indiana, birthplace. Birthplace of James Dean? Or and burial site. And burial site. Uh, I believe both of those are true. Yeah, I think both of those are true. It's a really fun festival, and they always have a really great, uh, you know, small town parade. And the, they always have a, a drum corps as part of the parade. And it's always just very thrilling. It's a real thrill. Do you know where that those drummers come from? Are they like a local school? I think they are not part of the local school. Just a pickup band of drummers. I think it is explicitly what they do is play drums together. But I cannot remember their name because there's also the local high school band like the local high school jazz band, and they have a float, but then there's the separate drum corps. I don't believe they're affiliated with a school. Maybe it's it could be a church group potentially. But anyway, if you're looking for a really great uh, small town Indiana street festival, I would highly recommend the James Dean Day festivals in festival in Fairmount, Indiana. Back in the days of James Dean. Mm-hmm. That's what they. That was the name of the one in my hometown. Back to the days of Kostrusko. Ah. Is that how it's really supposed to be pronounced? I don't know. Because I've only ever heard Kosciuszko, which it's very yeah. confusing to know exactly how to pronounce it. Cause it's a weird word. It's a weird word, yeah. It's Polish. Mm. Thaddeus Kostrusko. And I think his was spelled a little different than the way they spell the name oh, okay. of the county, the northern Indiana County. Yeah. I did not know that that was Polish. It's the uh, the the Indiana County. Mm-hmm. It's the orthopedic capital of the world. It is. Mm-hmm. Lots of hips and knees being made there. Yes, indeed. Thanks for that. Uh, do you have any uh, small town Indiana street festivals that you like to attend? I've got a whole list. Do you? Mm-hmm. I don't have a list. When I was a kid, I loved Claypool days in my little town where I grew up, and I don't even think they do it anymore. I think I the town has disintegrated yeah. and they don't even do it. As a kid, I liked it, though. 
Um, we used to go to Pearson Days, which were a lot of fun. Pearson Days is fun. I've been to no. Pearson Days. Um, South Whitley Days were not as fun. What's the one in North Manchester called? Is oh, it? Oh, I don't know. Because I've been to that festival with your parents. I don't think it's called North Manchester Days. I think it's got another name. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I love small towns having their own festivals. Well, let's hear some of the ones. Give us the top five. Ooh, actually, I don't know if I could do it. Give top us your five. top two. Top James two. Dean days. James Dean days. And so this one, it is small town, but it is not a small festival by any means. But I really enjoy the Park County Covered Bridge Festival, which takes place in a few towns uh, throughout Park County in Indiana. Where's Park County? Park County is north of Vigo County. But I don't know if it's the next county north or maybe a couple of counties north. I travel like I'm headed to Terre Haute and then oh. turn northward. Northward? Is that a word? Sure, why not? Sure. And head up there. It's very great. So it happens amongst a few uh, towns. Bridgeton, uh, Rockville, and... Um, Mansfield I think that might be the one anyway it's a really fun festival it's a lot of like flea market type stuff and people setting up in their front yards and uh, I've actually not been on that many covered bridges in attending the festival (laughs) but it is very fun that's great that sounds like a pretty good list and those happen when in the fall in the fall also and this is you know pretty well known and it's definitely not small but the west side nut club fall festival in evansville oh yeah Indiana. that's the that's the big food that's, food fair yeah the food fair they've got food coming at you from all sides jess yes i think it's time for us to end the show well i've got a lot more to say so <laughs> buckle up we're here You're taking over all night you're co-hosting you're you're usurping jared Now you're bumping me out, too. (laughs) No longer the co-host, the host. The one and only. Yeah. Just one more thing about the Nut Club Fall Festival. Please. You can get a hamburger or a cheeseburger served to you on a yeast-glazed donut. I've seen Paula Dean do that. Yeah. So, I mean, it will give you a heart attack, but you will die happy because it's very good. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, my dear, for (laughs) being on the show tonight. (laughs) been fun good i've had a great time yeah we'll have you back sometime we'll have you on as a guest where jared and i grill you with questions i look forward to that you don't have to do all this heavy lifting yeah Yeah. just ask me questions that i'll know the answers to because i don't want to be humiliated on this program oh it wouldn't be a quiz oh okay (laughs) okay it wouldn't be trivia questions because i really i need to let everyone know that i'm an intelligent, capable person. I don't think that's come through on this program. Oh, I think it. I think it definitely has. I think people have seen your true self <laughs> come shining through here. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's turn this off and go back home and make sure our kids are doing okay. Oh, okay. I hope they're fine. I hope the little house gnome that I left is holding down the I'm fort. Sure. You left the elf on the shelf. The elf <laughs> on the shelf babysits our children <laughs> when we go out gallivanting. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to Unspoken Requests. We're going to leave you with a few more tunes. Jessica, thanks for being on. Thanks. Jared, if you're thanks out there, wherever you are, buddy, 
We miss you. Can't wait for you to get home. Bring us something cool from Iceland. Some ice. Ice. You think or you can get that through customs? It's not liquid yet. No, I would highly doubt it. I bet. I wonder if you took something that was at, like frozen till the last second and ran it through customs. I wonder if you could get it on because it will become more than three ounces of liquid during the flight, but it's not yet. Right. Let's try that. Let's try it. Let's try it and see what we can get through. I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to go try that real quick. Yes. Full circle. You can take breast milk in more than three ounce increments oh. when traveling anywhere because your child needs it. Nice. Full circle program here. That's good. Yeah. Then you can vape it on the plane. Can't smoke on a plane anymore, but you can vape, vape breast it. milk right into the face of some rude passengers. Yep. Vape. Okay. That's weird. We'll see you all uh, in two weeks. Thanks again for tuning in to Unspoken Requests. Good night.